You have blessed all generations, O God Most High, in Jesus, our compassionate Savior. For through him, you invite us to your kingdom, welcome us to your table, and provide us with nourishment in abundance. Teach us to imitate your unfailing kindness and to build up Christ's body, the church by generously handing on to others the gifts we have received from your bounty. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Melchizedek, both a priest and a king of Salem, which would later be known as Jerusalem, offers a sacrifice of bread and wine to celebrate Abram's victory over his enemies. Priest, king, victory over evil, offering of bread and wine. Why does this story sound so familiar? A reading from the book of Genesis. In those days, after Abram's return, King Melchizedek of Salem brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High. He blessed Abram and said, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, maker of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abram gave him one-tenth of everything. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passage from the letter to the Corinthians, St. Paul's account of the institution of the Eucharist gives us a sense of how the early church celebrated the Eucharist 20 years after the death and resurrection of Jesus. What does the celebration of the Eucharist as a new covenant in the blood of Christ mean for us today? A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus spoke to the crowds about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who needed to be cured. As the day was drawing to a close, the twelve approached him and said, Dismiss the crowd so that they can go to the surrounding villages and farms and find lodgings and provisions, for we are in a deserted place here. He said to them, Give them some food yourselves. They replied, Five loaves and two fish are all we have, unless we ourselves go and buy food for all these people. Now the men there numbered about 5,000. Then he said to his disciples, Have them sit down in small groups of about 50. They did so and made them all sit down. Then taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he said the blessing over them, broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. They all ate and were satisfied. And when the leftover fragments were picked up, they filled 12 wicker baskets. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. You have the words of everlasting life. The gospel story of the multiplication of the loaves and fishes feeding the 5,000 is a gospel story that's in every one of the gospels in our Bible. I guess what the Bible's telling us is that God is a God who nurtures us like a mom. God wants to feed us, strengthen us. There are some modern interpretations of this story I have one in my hands. It's a cartoon. These cartoons were done by a youth minister. And it shows the crowd and Jesus with the loaf and the fish. And one of the people in the crowd, this is a contemporary crowd, saying, I can't eat that. I'm a vegan. And another one in the crowd says, has that fish been tested for mercury? And of course, the third one in the crowd says, is that bread gluten-free? Contemporary, contemporary approach to this gospel story. The story of feeding the crowd reminds me of my hungers, your hungers. I just noticed that the commercials on TV, most of them are about food. And if you, watch, if you watch enough TV, like, dog food starts to look good. <laughs> the Beneful commercial, I, I start to drool a little bit. This is not good. There's a story uh, about a guy who, very much like me, put on a ton of extra weight and, and decided that it was time to 
work at losing this weight. And so he went, went on a pretty strict food program. And part of the food program he went on, he even changed his route to work every day. He used to pass by a bakery and decided he couldn't do that anymore. So he changed his route to work. But one morning, uh, maybe he forgot, and it, he went back to work the old way. And sure enough, there was this bakery. And in the window of the bakery, he saw one of his favorites, a chocolate peanut butter pie. <laughs> and he saw that, and oh, his stomach started to growl. But he's really serious about losing weight. And, and, and he said, Lord, if you want me to have that pie, find me a parking space. He got to work carrying this pie that he bought and his co-workers are saying, what happened? You, you were doing so well. He said, well, you know, I, I, I changed my route to work and, and I've been working at it really, really hard. And uh, well, I found myself on the same street and there was the bakery. And I said to the Lord, Lord, if you want me to have this chocolate peanut butter pie, find me a parking space. And sure enough, after I circled the block nine times, <laughs> I saw the parking space. <clears throat> the feast of Corpus Christi, the body and blood of Christ, gives us an opportunity to reflect on Eucharist, to reflect on what it means for us to be the body and the blood of Christ. The words in the gospel story today, the words that match the words in the gospel stories in the other gospels and match the story of the institution of the Eucharist, Jesus took, he blessed, he broke, and he gave. He took the bread. He blessed the bread. He broke the bread. He gave it to the crowd. Those same words describe the Eucharist, huh? We take what God has given us. When we bring the bread and wine to the Lord's table, we acknowledge that these gifts of the people are first the gifts of God. We take those gifts. We bless them. Jesus blessed those gifts by his compassion for the crowd. Huh? Oh, you must be hungry. You've been following me for days. You, you look really tired. Let me feed you. Jesus blessed the bread with his compassion. He broke the bread. And breaking the bread is a sign, this isn't just for me. This isn't a selfish thing. This gift of bread broken is to be shared. 
It makes us one in the sharing. And he gave them. He gave them because he knew they were hungry. He gives us his body and his blood because he knows we are hungry. To celebrate Corpus Christi, besides celebrating the sacrament that we share at the Lord's table, is to celebrate the fact that you and I become who we, who we eat. You and I become the body and the blood of Christ in the world. Think about it. What we have, we recognize as a gift from God. When we see the needs of other people, we are blessed because we understand the needs of others. We have compassion for them. When we break the bread at the Lord's table, when we break the gifts that we've been given, it's, this isn't all for me. This isn't just for me to hoard. It's what I've been given, I've been given to share. And finally, we give. To each other, we give. You know, in working through the scripture texts about the multiplication of the loaves and fishes, I came to realize how important we are to each other. I came to realize that I, I can't do this without you. It makes no sense to do it without you. I have a, a priest friend from Pittsburgh who was recently released from prison. He was in for over seven and a half years for internet child pornography. He's out now. He's living by himself. And I asked him, where do you go to mass? He said he has mass by himself alone. After seven years of not having that, it feels good to him. But having each other just sounds to me much better, much more alive. We come to the Lord's table today. What are you hungry for? Hungry for the Word? Hungry for the Eucharist? Hungry for community? What are we hungry for? And as you leave church today, the signs on the doors are going to tell you, going to tell us. We've been fed. <clears throat> are we satisfied? Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.